We're finding love, right? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Wait, I've got my my Lanta and Alka Seltzer and all this stuff prepared. I'm ready. Not gonna help you. Oh. oh. Not gonna help you. <sighs> okay. A little sun, little uh, second chance romance. We're going looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love. Oh yeah. Holly, who do we have? We are starting with Dan this morning. Hi, Dan. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. Hi, Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Hey. What's up going on, Dan? How you doing? I'm all right, but uh, I, I do need your help. Um, I got to recover from a bad date, so I, I need you to help me. Mm, yeah, and there's no medication oh. or cream for that, so oh, we're, no we're here. No ointments. <laughs> we'll um, do our best. Yeah, sadly. We'll, yeah, we'll do our best. We'll probe, though. Please. Yeah, I mean, all right. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Take a girl out first. But anyway, no, we, we need to yeah. know more, yeah. is what oh, I'm saying. That's what you mean. Oh, I mean, you know. good, good Lord, take me to Olive Garden first. But, <laughs> yeah, okay, Dan, give me a um, to get a tour maybe, of yeah, Italy. Pasta visual before you probe. Anyway, uh, Dan, go ahead and tell us your story, if you will. Yeah, okay, cool. So um, I matched with this girl, Emily, um, on this app. And I, to be totally frank, like honest, I was a little persistent about messaging her and asking to meet up with her because she seemed super cute. I really wanted to connect. And then she did finally agree to a date. I was really excited. And so we go to dinner and then I think I blew it. Oh no. Oh. Wow. There's some self-awareness oh, yeah. here. I That's love really right good. Away, yeah. yeah. What'd you do? I mean, it would be hard. Well, yeah, it'd be hard to not be self-aware about this. I mean, um, so it was like lots of back and forth about locking in the time. And then we finally go on this dinner date. It was a really nice restaurant. It's that place, um, Mr. Paul's Supper Club. Yeah. If you know it. Oh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's good stuff. And she was awesome. She was fantastic. I really liked her. I liked being with her. And then I need to apologize to her because, okay, like um, before dinner, I went to to the gym because I'm like trying to stick to a fitness routine and, and get my goals going. And yep. I did. Right. And and then when I was cleaning up to get ready to go to the date, I realized that I totally forgot my nice clothes. I just like spaced. I did not bring them. And then all I had was this like dry, crunchy shirt at the bottom of my bag. And I, I just didn't know what to do. So I wore this shirt on the date because I didn't want to cancel. You know what I mean? I did not, I did not want to ruin anything. And yeah. so I just thought to myself, okay, well maybe like she won't notice, but like, she did. She definitely did. And she didn't, like, say anything, but she she, she, she noticed. She could tell. Oh. Dan, this is the reason why. We'll be right back. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, this doesn't seem so bad. No. I mean, this is if this is the reason, and it likely is, and I got to tell you, we've been doing this uh, since God was in third grade. Uh, this is one of the few times where I'm pretty sure right away what this is. But if this is your, if your stanky clothes were the reason, <laughs> this might be fixable at the very, I mean, it's fixable. It's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just a crunchy shirt. I mean, I yeah. don't know. Maybe it was vintage. Maybe it was like a no fear t-shirt or something yeah. like that. Or like, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not like you have like a yeah. weird bird fetish or something. You know what I mean? Hey! This is this is fixable. And this might not be it at all. <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, yeah. that could go either way, Alexis, girl. <laughs> I mean, Just I did, clench back I, up. I, I like, <laughs> yes, sorry. I did. I did um, no, I, it's okay. I just, I, I messaged her because I was like even so worried about this. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, because she didn't give me a hug or anything at the end of the day. So I thought, oh, man. Um, and I, I was like, I explained anything. I, I explained everything. And then I did not hear anything back. So, like, she even knows that I was worried about this. So I don't know if – I don't know. But I, I did even tell her. So I, I – you know, it would be cool to apologize in person. And maybe it is fixable, I'm hoping. But I, I did I did tell her. Oh, okay. So, okay. so this is just like, you know, hey, look. I'm really sorry about this, you know, and yeah. and, and I want to just tell it to you straight. Yes, yes, totally. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Dan, we're going to try to help you. We're going to put you on hold now. You're Please. not going to be. What? Oh, you said sweet. I oh. thought you said wait. I'm oh, like, yeah, me too. I thought you were like, hold up there, sir. Yeah, I was like, was there a parakeet in your bag? Oh, something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was there a ferret? Did yeah. you have uh, pants on, you know? Oh, yeah. good, good, good question, Alexis. Dan, we're going to put you on hold. You're going to be able to hear what happens next. Emily has been on hold. She only knows that she's on a dating segment on a radio show. She doesn't know that it's about you or, well, her uh-huh. either. So hold on just a second, okay, Dan? Yeah, sounds great. All right, thanks, Dan. You feeling a little friend zone here, maybe? Possibly. Dan sounds good looking, though. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, he's working out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting good looking voice vibes. I don't know, that's just me. I could be completely wrong, but... Well... Okay. He has a good voice, is what I'm trying to say. Let's go to um, Emily. Yeah. Hi, Emily. Hi. How you doing? Hey. I'm okay. How are you? I know, you sound scared. Don't be. Don't worry about (laughs) it. Um, We're not scary people. Well, Alexis is, but we're not scary people. (laughs) Rude, I'm right here. Oh, whoops. Um... (laughs) So we do a segment called Second Chance Romance. That's what you're on right now. You're live on the show. I should tell you, you're live on the radio. Thank you for doing this. We know it's weird. And we heard that you're a little apprehensive. So let me just cut to the chase. There's somebody that emailed our show. We sought you. We sought after you uh, for a reason. There's somebody that went out with you that wrote an email to us that really liked you. was very complimentary. This is nothing to be scared about. This is a compliment to you really liked you and wanted to reconnect. Are you still scared? Little less. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you remember going out with Dan? Yeah. Okay. It's our understanding that after the first date there was a there was a nothing, nothing. And he really liked you and thought there was something. Was there something wrong? Was there a reason? that you didn't want to pursue another date? Are we missing something? Mm. I I just feel like Dan is not really great at making good life choices. Huh. What Would does you that like mean? to I, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I say that because he showed up to this date like really stinky. Like he smelled, you know, and he had just come from the gym. I definitely could tell he wore this like crusty gross shirt and you know he even said it like he apologized but i don't know maybe he could have like stopped and got another shirt or something or like rescheduled got it okay Mm. so it is well here's the further deal dan as i just told you emily dan reached out to us dan is actually on the other line and he's heard everything. He, he's heard everything. And he really likes you. So, again, this is a compliment. I don't want you to be too scared. D- let's go ahead and put Dan up. Dan, say hi to Emily. 
Hey, Emily. Um, I just want to tell you, like, I'm so sorry, and I, I just really wanted to apologize to you for our date. And I understand that you've ghosted me. I get it, but I, it was just an honest lapse, and I, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. Awkward. Is. Um. Oh. Oh, I feel like I'm watching past lives. Uh, nobody's talking. Um, <laughs> preview of my preview, preview of my review tomorrow. Um, uh, Emily. Um, Sorry, I just don't know what to say. Yeah, girl. Yeah, uh, hey. Same. Yeah. Um, Emily, if we. Is this a deal breaker? I mean, thank you. Can we, can we try this again? I'm sure Dan sounds like, you know, he's really into you and wants to do this again. And, you know, what's really great about this segment that we do every Tuesdays and Thursdays is that we can pay yeah, for a second. <laughs> thank yeah. you. We can, we can, because I'm just saying, you know, we do this. Yeah. And, uh, you we'll know, we set have, you up. We have gift cards to give. And, you know, we'd love to pay for a second date with you two if, you know, you're game. Maybe Emily? I mean, I, I, I just don't know. Like, I guess. Dan, like, I don't know, like, could you just stop somewhere and bought something or just, like, rescheduled, you know? I know. I do. Um, but honestly, like, I just, you know, panicked. And it's just, it's taken us a really long time to even meet. And so I didn't really want you to think that I was making some excuse to not go out with you, you know. So I just took a chance that, you know, clearly didn't work out. That was stupid. But I'm, I'm taking another chance now. And I, I would love it, you know. Okay. Oh. Emily, any interest? We'll pay. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. <gasps> oh, my God. You know, yeah, because it was like, it was either stand you up or be stinky, you know? And I just, I chose the latter because I really wanted to meet you. It could, you know, it could like, it could be a good thing because maybe you've seen me not at my best. So then the next day it'll be like so much better. Surprise. Yeah. Oh. Well, shiver me timbers. Oh. I didn't think... Well, Dan, Emily, thank you for being in every sense of the every way a good sport. You've been great. So don't hang up. Holly's going to get your info and we'll get that gift card to you. Okay. And we'll pay for your excursion. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. All right. Hang okay. tight. Guys. Oh, have hang fun, tight. you hotties. Oh, get all nice. And bathed? Yeah, and bathed ooh, and like, get getting a, a sweat off. and ooh. Oh. Stand up or be crusty. Yeah. The new Oscar-nominated film <laughs> debuting on Hulu. <laughs> there, was, there was a minute there where it was real ooh. silent. Yeah. Ooh. I was real uncomfortable. Oh, same. So I was hoping it was okay. I just jumped in because... I was just a girl. I was waiting. I felt like Kristen Stewart and Twilight were just staring at each other. <laughs> We're sparkly vampires, like yeah, like what is happening? <laughs> oh. Okay, they both sound really cute, and uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah they opened go. up like one of those stinky flowers. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that right? corpse, the, that corpse flower, the corpse flower. Yeah, just it, we were clenched. Yeah. It just, it's a win, though. We don't know. We'll take a win whenever we can get one. Yeah. W. W. Yeah. yeah. Awkward, but fun. <laughs> yeah. It's our show's subheadline. Yeah, uh, we're laughing and leaking and awkward, mm-hmm. but fun. Stand up or be stinky. That's Stand right. Our other subheadline. Yeah. yeah. That is so true.
We're going to take a break. When we come back, the full-size Dirt Alert next. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. You got the appetizer about 20 minutes ago. Now Holly's going to give you the full meal. You deserve it. You deserve it. It's the full-size dirt alert. What do, we, what do we have, Holly? Oh, serving up those riblets and fries. You know, uh, we are going to be talking about King Charles and his cancer diagnosis. And apparently, this took uh, Buckingham Palace insiders off guard, and they are shocked at Prince or King Charles's uh, cancer diagnosis. Uh, less than a year into his reign, you know, he went in and uh, got treatment. For a benign enlarged prostate at the last month, just last week. And then it was revealed that Charles has cancer. You know, he uh, is going under treatment. The UK prime minister said that uh, they caught this early, but he is going to be stepping away from his public duties while he seeks treatment. But apparently, you know, this was really shocking to everyone involved. I mean, I'm sure to Charles himself, you know, you go in and you get something checked out and then you know you go to the medical experts and they're like well let's just take a look at this over here yeah let me let me look at that yeah let me look at that wait a minute yeah (sighs) Yeah. i hope everything's okay oh of course oh my gosh my goodness a close family source tells people magazine that the whole family was taken aback by the announcement and they were really shocked when they heard it that according to a palace insider now another source talking to People Magazine about King Charles, said, you know, he hasn't looked, he has not looked himself lately. Uh, they put that down to the death of his parents, Queen Elizabeth, last er, in September 2022. Prince Philip, his father, died in April of 2021. However, now they're speculating, you know, maybe he wasn't well without realizing it. So mm-hmm. yeah, he just wasn't looking after his health, maybe in a, in a way that he should, or whatever it may be. It's just, you know... People, uh, people inside Buckingham Palace are reeling. And then also, you know, with Kate Middleton, mm. her mysterious abdominal procedure. Yeah. Where she is out months. And we still don't know what that is. Yeah. Still. Wow. Oh. I hope that's okay. Right. Yeah. They've been very hush hush about that. You know, you can tell the way that Buckingham Palace talks about Kate Middleton's abdominal surgery. It was pre-planned. This was organized. This is not shocking, but it's a really long road to recovery. So we don't know what that is. Yeah. Wow. Wish them the best. 
All of them. Yes, wish all of them the best. And sometimes with cancer, it just grows overnight, and then all of a sudden, bam. Right. Yep. You know, that's... Yeah, uh, yeah, you know... Tragedy of it all. King yeah. Charles is, in fact, a human being <laughs> in, yep. in a human body, yeah. and human bodies do all sorts of things that, you know, just happen. So there's the latest update on that. Uh, the latest update, oh my gosh, people are going nuts over this Taylor Swift album, The Tortured Poets Department. She's oh putting it out on vinyl, CD, and cassette. I'm why sorry, not? she's putting it on cassette? On cassette. Think the kids know what that is these days? I think no. the kids think cassettes are pretty cool. Oh, yeah. There was a whole thing a couple of years ago. Where cassettes were on the comeback, and Taylor Swift understands this. Look, if you buy an actual physical copy of the Tortured Poets Department, Uh you get a bonus single too called the Manuscript. Wow. Um, hi, kids. Good walk, man. Oh yeah. Holly, do you mind if I talk to the kids real quick? Please talk to the children, Jason. Hi, hi, kids. Um, I'm Jace. That's Alex. That's Holly. Uh, just a little little thing. You guys, you know, you do you. Spend your disposable income on whatever, but. Um, as three people who lived through cassettes and had to use cassettes, take it from us. Oh. They sucked the first time, and I'm sure they still suck this time. Thank you. Yeah. That's all, Holly. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. You. you get that yeah. pencil out. You're get trying to yeah. crank it. Yeah, you're trying to get to twists. that exact spot at the beginning yep. of the song. Back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, rewind. And then when you're in your car and you're trying to do that, too, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Again, the whole thing. Yeah, Taylor Swift's album is going to drop April 19th. Hey, just what the world needs another Jurassic World movie. Yes, we do. Oh, wow. Yes. This is very aggressive about this. Uh, Because my kid loves the dinosaurs, and we've been watching Dominion for how long? (laughs) It's time for some new dinosaurs. Yes. Tell us more, Holly. Oh, Oh, (laughs) please, for mama's sake, please. To all the disenfranchised parents who are watching (laughs) Jurassic World on (gasps) Dominion over and over and over again, I'm here. Alexis hears you. Yeah. Yeah, she hears you. And the new Jurassic World <laughs> franchise. What? You're going to have to wait. Oh, man. July oh, 2nd, 2025. Oh, man. Is when that feels the- like so far away. It is. It's okay, though. It's underway. It's underway. Yeah. It's been officially announced. And the original screenwriter of Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park The Lost World is writing this. And this will be a follow-up to Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. Yes. Thank but you. It- so it is in the same universe, Holly? This is in the same universe, Jason. Now, Jurassic World Dominion, I'm sorry, Alexis. Now I feel really bad for you because oh, no. that movie was basically a turd. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Yeah. I never even saw Try it. Try watching it a few dozen times. Oh, my god. In goodness. a row. Yeah. Uh, Steve, Steven Spielberg is going to be executive producing this naturally. But, uh, you know, hey, if they're bringing back the original screenwriter... I have some high hopes for this because David Kopp has written lots of great Hollywood movies. Yes, he has. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not really into the Jurassic World, but loved Jurassic Park. That first one. Oh, oh my God. Magic. Oh. Magic. I saw that probably like 10 times in the movie theater. Oh, oh, oh my wow. goodness. So good. So obsessed. It's so, good. so obsessed with it. So I, I don't, you know, if, if, even if this next Jurassic World is turdier than Dominion, <laughs> at least it's a new turd. You know what I'm saying? It's hot and fresh. Yeah. Lex, did you just make up a word? I think you did. <laughs> turdier. Turdier. Yep. 
Write that Holly, down. I think she just made up a word. I think she did, Jason. <laughs> I think she did. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ooh. it's better to be a hot steaming pile than an old fossilized crusty crust. Yes! Which is what Jurassic World is. So wait, 2025 is when that's coming out. And finally, big game commercials are rolling out, including one for uh, with Martin Scorsese and his daughter Francesca. Mm. Oh, I love those two. Yeah, uh, they are doing a, a commercial for Squarespace in their new Super Bowl campaign. So lots of celebs doing lots of big game commercials. Go get it, everyone. Go yeah. get it. Go get it. When we come back, after we go get this commercial. Get it. Little boob to Bonanza. We're talking the thrilling fourth episode of True Detective. Holy crap. Wow. We'll be right back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Anusas <laughs> oh. <laughs> is really causing some chaos, isn't oh, it? Oh, <laughs> she doesn't like it. Don't don't get that around her mac and cheese, girl. <laughs> or her chicken. She'll be real pissed if you do that. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Everything entertainment. Everything taste that biscuit. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Let's do a little boob tube bonanza, shall we? Yes. On the boob tube. Boob tube. You watched television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up. It's the boob tube bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. A boob tube bonanza. We're doing a little check-in as we do. Sometimes we tell you right at the beginning what our first impressions are of a show. We sometimes do a mid-season check-in, then a wrap-up. This is kind of a mid-season check-in. And we're talking <gasps> HBO's Sunday Serial. Sunday is a serial, Holly? That's what Sunday you call Story. Sunday Story. Mm-hmm. True Detective Night Country. Yeah, we're two Episode thirds four. In. Oh, my God, Lex. Yeah, I watched it, too. Did you watch it, too, Holly? Yeah, okay, got cut okay, up good. last night. Wow. Uh, Lex, speak to us. The brilliance of a show is that in the fourth of six episodes, you're still like, what is going on? (laughs) But they're giving you enough to stay interested. There's now a hunt for a human. There's kind of the supernatural thing that's happening. Are they cursed? And do they pass it to to other people? And there's also these tender moments. It's, It's the holidays. It's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. And Navarro, who I just think should be getting all the awards for this role, who was yeah. who was an MMA fighter, which is crazy. Wow, she's on the department, and for different circumstances, she's called to investigate with her coworker who has a family. He has a family, his kids, wife, and she gets some pretty bad news, devastating news. And in the quiet moment, she decides, you know what? I'm not going to share this right now because I don't want to ruin my coworker's day. Maybe she just doesn't want to talk about it. Yeah. But says, you go and be with your family. And just that quiet, sweet act, there's that. And then there's like scary, frozen bodies. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just the nuances of this show that really resonate. And it's just, that's the brilliance of it. So I'm I'm still absolutely loving Night Country. And I cannot wait to see how they wrap this up in just two more episodes. How about uh, you guys? Yeah, I'm wondering what the heck is going on in this series. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because right. you are left at the end of episode four with a cliffhanger with what the heck is going on. 
And there are lots of threads for the characters, including Liz, the chief of police in in Ennis, Alaska. There's a lot of personal mystery to her. Yes. And I wonder if there was a specific moment with Liz and her confrontation with an animal on the road, if that had something to do with her past. For sure. And someone in her past. Yes. Yeah, it. It's the unraveling of everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. The opening of the onion, the yes. peeling back, that is so interesting to me. Not just the mystery of the men in the research center, that ultimate mystery, but just I want to know more about the pasts of most of the main characters. Yeah, there's like five of them. Yeah. yeah. They're unraveling all at the same time. Yeah. And they're all interesting to me in various ways and degrees. Yeah. And that's what makes this show True Detective Night Country fascinating to me because, of course, yeah, there is the central mystery. Yeah. That kicked off the series. What mm-hmm. happened to these researchers in this facility? But it's so much more about the character study and why these characters are the way that they are. That compels me to keep with the show. I mean, look, there's only two more episodes left. I'm going to finish the thing. Yeah. But that's at the heart of the show. Yeah. And their interactions and what happened before and not only personally, but between each other. They haven't really cleared that up either. Did you see the creator of True Detective throwing shade to the creator of this season? No. Yeah. What? What? Huh? Saying, uh, don't blame me. I had nothing to do with these choices. And um, saying that the the tie-in to season one is stupid. There was a Reddit thread, and he he commented on some social media. And I'm like, why would you do that? You're listed as the executive producer. This is still ongoing. This is... And and, and the woman who created this season is so um, respectful all of her initial interviews, and to this day, and her response to this, she was so classy. She's like, I have nothing, I'm paraphrasing, I have nothing but respect for what he created, and their their writing team was so respectful. And then he goes and does something like this. He literally called this season stupid. Yeah. Now, Nick Pizzolatto. What? Like, you caramel-coated butt nut. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to her? In the Can you middle, not say you know, butt nut again. <laughs> Can you just look at all these words that we've created we, today? You know, <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'll trade you. Okay. I won't say caramel coated butt nut uh-huh. anymore if you don't say whatever you said at the top of eight. <laughs> I lost track. I I banned. There's I asked you to ban two words banned. today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I don't like that. I don't like that he did that to her. No, Isa Lopez had a very classy response to Vulture. She said, I believe that every storyteller has a very specific, peculiar, and unique relation to the stories they create. And whatever his reactions are, he's entitled to them. That's his prerogative. And she's like, look, I wrote this with profound love for the work he made and for love for the people that loved it. And she's like, this is a reinvention and it's different. And it's done with the idea of sitting around the fire and let's have some fun and some feelings and some thoughts. And anybody that wants to join in is welcome. So she yeah, is being right inclusive response. in this story. You think he's jealous because they have, this season has a higher rating on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the critics love it too. Mm-hmm. And more, yeah, probably. And I got news for Carvel Coated 
but um, <laughs> what's that? Uh, your season three was a disaster. Oh yeah, it was a disaster, and your season two wasn't good. Yeah, and I'm looking at what you're up to, honey. And oh, it's, and it's—I mean, he has some what's upcoming that? projects. He wrote the reboot of Blade. And then he's gotten some other things that are greenlit. But I, what I'm saying is just like... St- simmer down. Simmer down. Why simmer down. say anything? Thank yeah. you. Be classy. And why be so harsh about it? Pass and the baton and smile. Also, your list, your name is on the project. Yeah, you're getting a check. Ew. Yeah. You pretzel-coated butt bar. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy. New prizes and listener rewards for this month. (laughs) Win an Explore (laughs) Minnesota. Yes, Jace, what can we win? An Explore Minnesota Mystic Lake getaway. Enter to win all month long. Plus, we've got tickets to Barry Manilow. Movie passes to a screening of Jennifer Lopez's new project. It's a very long title. Stick with me here. This is me, dot, 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 now, colon, a love story. Plus, we have gift cards to Kowalski's, Cassettas, and more. Lex, how do you sign up for listener rewards? MyTalk1071.com. No crunchy-coated butt bars, though. (laughs) (laughs) In our listener rewards, I'm sorry. You'll have to act Nick Nick Pizzolatto for that. (laughs) Find out why Alexis is now obsessed with Drag Race. She has a very specific reason. We'll wrap up the show with that when we come back. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Boy, I have a great special. This is another good one, and we've never done this one before, and you know I would tell you. This month only, February, if you mention me, you have to mention me. Sometimes it's like everybody gets it. Uh Uh-uh. If you mention me, you're going to get 30% off a hair removal package. And if you mention me, and only if you do that, you're going to get a free gift. Valued at nearly $70, and this is filled with products that's gonna that are great for upcoming vacations. And speaking of vacations, you want to get the hair removal right now so you're ready for spring break. You're ready for that pool time. You're ready to lay by uh, the beach. I've had laser hair removal at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic, and I swear by it. And their technicians are the best. This is your body you're talking about. Why would you trust it with anybody else? But again, it's only in February, and you're going to only get this special gift if you mention me. Call Skin Rejuvenation Clinic today and book. Oh, I swear. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. (sighs) Did you have this on cassette? I did, actually. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. I think... I bought a a lot of cassette singles when I was a teenager. Right, because that's what we could afford. Yeah, exactly. I didn't always love getting an album. Uh, So cassette singles for the youngins out there would just have the song on it, like one song. And then if you were lucky, they would have like, yeah, the B-side would have a new song or the artist would release like a dance mix with it. I remember Madonna for Vogue, the CD single had... A uh, dance remix, an instrumental version, another remix. Whitney did that too with "I'm Every Woman." Yes. There was like eighty versions of "I'm Every Woman" in '93 on the oh. cassette or on the CD single or even the cassette single.
I oh, love those. And, oh. and so you didn't seal it? It came in that big plastic? Oh, my like, God. That's, yeah. Frame thing? Oh, yeah. Remember that? They needed that special key to take it out? Yeah. yeah. So you didn't steal it? Yeah. Oh, man. It was such a waste of plastic. I mean, that's why they eventually got rid of it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was so heavy. You could... <laughs> if a wild animal was coming towards you, you could kill it you if you could threw swing it, it around. Yeah, you could swing it around. But, yeah, well, those were the days. Oh, fun times. Even going to the store to get music. Oh, yes. That's where you so- found the sweet honeys. Yeah. You're flipping through the cassettes and going, what are you listening to? There was just Who an excitement. You? I know it's, look, the ease, I'll never trade that. I think it's glorious that we live in the age where... You know, we can talk about a song and then immediately go download it on our phone. Yeah. But there was something rather exciting, the anticipation of like running into Sam Goody and seeing if they had the copy. Like, okay, are they going to be out of Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation? And you ran to the Jays, you know, I don't know. And it was Music Tuesdays because new albums used to drop on Tuesdays. And then so going after school, bugging my dad for a ride to go pick up a new album that I was so excited to listen to. It was just like Fridays, oh, the movie yeah. version. Fridays, going to the video store. I hear so many kids of the 90s talk about that. It was such a moment for people. Waiting so. in line. Yeah, and just like getting up and moving your body. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just <laughs> that true. alone. That alone, girl. That alone. <laughs> so just uh, scroll, scroll, scroll. Why are you now oh. obsessed with Drag Race? Okay, you guys. This Now, even if you don't watch Drag Race, this is kind of the drama that just is silly and hilarious, and we're talking diss tracks here. So, full disclosure, Bob the Drag Queen is probably uh, uh, my favorite drag queen out of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. For so many reasons. And Bob won season eight, and uh, also hosted the Pit Stop, which is like a an after show. Let's break it down. Another queen hosts it and then invites friends, other contestants from previous seasons to talk about the specific episode that just aired. So that was happening. We're in the midst of season 16 and Trixie Mattel, who's hosting the pit stop now invited Maddie Morphosis, who was a contestant on season 14. And Maddie famously is a straight drag queen. So there's a lot of, I wanted to play some of it, but you know, just look it up. They each recorded a disc track. And so Trixie had Maddie on and they were discussing the latest episode on season 16. And Trixie said, Hey, you know what? Uh, Cause RuPaul always comes out with new songs. Uh, Why don't you just do what Bob does? And she'll release her own verse of these songs. Um, Because RuPaul just came out with a song called black butter or that's the album. And anyway, Maddie responds and says, I think it's corny. And then moves along. Bob sees this and records a disc track called Corned Beef. Talks a little (laughs) bit. No, no. Corned Beef. So talks a little bit about what happened and was like, okay, well, all right, well, we'll see. And then goes on for a minute rapping about Maddie Metamorphosis. So then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, game played. Let's see what Maddie does. Maddie records a disc track as well to the same beat and really comes back hard. But it's so funny. And then also brings Monet Exchange into it at the end. And I'm I'm curious now 
Will Monet respond? But this is the kind of fun beef that's just like, ooh. Yeah. If just if you're just looking for some fun, goofy, pit for tat kind of diss drama. tracks. Yeah, drama, fun drama. Fun drama. This is it. And oh my goodness, the way that they joke about each other's looks and what happened. And oh my goodness, it's so funny. So, if you're just looking for something, have you seen any of this yet, Jace? I haven't. But oh now my gosh, I'm going you to have because, to. Yeah. Oh, I do love Bob too. I'm really depressed that Bob is no longer going to be on. Uh, We're here, HBO's. Oh right. Emmy winning docu series bums me out. I but, know. Well, they've picked a whole brand new. And I don't like cast any of, them. of of <laughs> queens from the show. Yeah, I, who's in it? I don't know, but I don't oh, okay, like we don't like them. Okay. I, I you? think you may. I, you may. Yeah, okay. you might like them. I have to look them up. I can't remember who they I, the three are. I can't remember, but I remember going, oop, I'm out. I don't like them. Oh, okay. Yeah. I but forgot right, who well, it is. Yeah. And we love Shangela. And oh, we love um, Bob. Bob. And who's the third one? Oh, my gosh. I want to say Euphoria, but that's not it. Eureka. Eureka. Yes. All three fantastic. So we love them. Yes. Well, and then because it's so funny because I'm like, Bob won Drag Race. Maddie, what do you have to come back yeah. at, at Bob for this? And Bob is touring with Madonna. Yeah, hello. <laughs> so it's just, and, yeah, and the HBO show. So, uh, but Maddie man- managed to do it. So, yeah, just, we'll just see what happens. But it's just fun and light. Tomorrow, I'll uh, give you my review of two more Oscar-nominated movies, Anatomy of a Fall and Past Lives. I'll try to get to both of them, or maybe just one. We'll see. That's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself, because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. Ventures, uh, no, Don and Steve Experience coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye for now.